Hello. Hello. Hey, Matt. Hey, Trish. Wait, is it Friday already? It is Friday. Do you know what that means? Time, Time for, for an intercontinental kiki. kiki. Hello, Matt. Hello, Trish. How's it going? Hi, I'm good. How are you doing? I am hang uh, white knuckling it. <laughs> Why not? Well, it's Friday again. It's another Friday. Uh, We have survived, well, (laughs) survived with air quotes another week. (laughs) Right. It's barely survived within air quotes. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, this week has been rough. Um, I'm... I'm just like, we're in the tail stretch of like getting ready to take possession of the new house. So that's always just like super chaotic. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course, all the like the people you don't want to talk to decide to pop themselves up in that moment. Aren't they like cockroaches that way? Yes, they, they just, just like you pop up. Yeah, pop up. It, it's horrible. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of like mm, me and my husband deciding that we don't have space for people right now. Hey. <sighs> Which is fair. Um, Beyond fair. Yeah, so. That's mainly kind of like my white knuckling it. How about you? How's the week? Uh, the week is okay. Um, now I've talked about this with you, Bianca. I feel like I got hit, like, ran over with a car. Hey, you fell a, down this week really hard, eh? I, I took a spill um, really badly. I didn't, and it wasn't that bad. I just hit really hard and it literally knocked the wind out of me. Ouch. No. That's... And because I have bruised or cracked my ribs twice before, I think that's what's making it worse. Like, ugh, everything hurts, but I'm here. I'm alive. Everyone around me is alive and fed right now. So we're good. Well, you know what? We're, we're glad that you are healthy and here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're able to breathe, which means you're able to talk. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm able to laugh and talk, so that's good. That's good, yeah. Um, and I can and, roll my eyes and be sarcastic, which is my main form of communication, so I'm good. Oh, well, as long as you can roll your eyes, you're set then. It's fine. You're you're good. You don't need to worry about yeah. anything else. Uh, is there anything <laughs> right. else happening down, down Florida way? Down Florida way. <laughs> um, other than we're about ready to kick it into our six months of hurricane season. Oh, yay! That sounds very exciting. <laughs> we, we had about two to three months, and then we extend. Now we have hurricanes from June to November. That's not cute. With, with possible hurricanes extending into December. That's horrifying. <laughs> yeah, but in Florida, we party. Okay, well. I mean, I literally, guess it's always it's always kind of summer there, isn't it? Yeah, literally, we have hurricane parties, like because depending on if the hurricane actually hits us or not, or how close it is, some businesses will close down. Yeah. And then, if it doesn't hit us, then we we have the time off, so we party. If it does hit us, we party because we don't have to go into work. Okay, fair enough. So it's like a win-win situation for you. It's a win-win situation. I have um, the sliding shutters on my house and impact doors. So 
we can literally do it in like an hour so we're fine that's crazy that's fucking nuts i can't like <laughs> i can't like imagine like oh i'm calling in calling in hurricane to work oh no like i work um working for the cruise line industry um because we're based in miami um if we do get impacted by a hurricane um we can't shut down because we have cruises in australia we have cruises from like the other side of the us like california seattle texas that are not affected oh, okay so we still need to operate so like depending on how bad it looks or it's going to be um we'll send maybe 20 to 30 people to another location outside of florida to work well that's cool yeah i mean well, like that's impressive that they have like that efficiency going on there um yeah um we do have a wonderful guest today that we are going to get to that we have all ready to go yeah. um, so shall we take a quick break and then jump into it with nick our wonderful drag king from south florida yes please let's take a quick break and we'll welcome nick on all right let's we'll be right back All right, and we are back. Yeah, and I'm super excited. We have an amazing guest today and I can't wait to bring them on. So, we have Nick the Couple, who is a amazing drag king from my neck of the woods in Florida. So, Ooh. how are you, Nick? Hi. Hello, hello, hello. I'm fabulous, darlings. How are you? We are good. We are, We are so great. happy to have you. Oh, well, thank you. It's it's an honor to be a part of what y'all are doing. So, thank you. Well, thank you for coming and joining the conversation. We really appreciate that. I mean, who doesn't want to have a kiki with y'all? Come on, now. Oh, so nice. Thank you. That's very <laughs> sweet. So, of course. Why don't we start with Nick for our listeners that don't know about you. Why don't you give them the tea? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. A little bit of tea. Well, let's see. My name, my government's name is Dominique. Um, I am Cuban-American. And after three months, my Spanish family quit wanting to say Dominique and just started calling me Nikki. So you could call me Nikki for short. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I basically was gay from the womb and mommy was not happy, but now mommy loves me for it. So it's okay. Uh, <laughs> Aww. We, um my partner and i at the time we created a company called all heart entertainment and we specialize in fundraising we do poker fundraisers we do casino night events things of that nature and then back in 2017 ish drag queen bingo was a hit and all of a sudden we were seeing it in every restaurant and bar so we thought hey why not do drag queen and king bingo and that was born in southwest florida we were doing about four or five bookings a month on top of our casino and poker stuff and then of course covid hits and everything just shut down and halted oh so yeah <sighs> the 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 pandemic yeah the pandemic um with my drag name 
you know, Nick, short for Nikki. So that was self-explanatory. The last name, my partner and I were supposed to be doing drag together. So it was supposed to be Nick and Larry de Couple, play on words for the couple. Okay. But of course, she backed out at the last minute. And I was like, well, I like that name, so I'm going to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's a good name. <laughs> yeah, it's a good name. If it works, you got to stick with it, right? Like. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I see all of these drag names and I think to myself, well, how do people come up with their drag names? And in Herstory, I've heard it is the name of your first pet and the street that you lived on. I thought to myself, I'm going to be Fluffy West 70th. No, thank you. That's not going to work for me. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That, that would. Oh, my God. My drag name would then be Rusty Adelaide. <laughs> Oh, see, no, it wouldn't work. Mine would be, mine would be Blackie West 29. <laughs> West 29. Because <laughs> we're actually um, from the same area. We were born and raised in Hialeah. That's right. Now, are you a T-bred, a Trojan? What are you? Oh, I love when the I high went to MSSH. I went from Miami Springs. I'm a hawk. Miami Springs. You're a hawk. Okay. I'm a Trojan. Ooh. You know, you're a Trojan. Trojan. That's um, Miami <laughs> Kind of fitting, considering your career as a drag queen. I know, right? Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Oh my God, you need to. Writing was on the wall. That's right. Gay from the womb into the tomb. That's going to be me all day long. I'm stealing that saying, just so you know. I love that. From womb to tomb. That should be on a t-shirt. Right? Oh. Turn that into merch. I'll buy it. I'm down. Merch. (laughs) Merch idea. Yeah. There we go. It's the new Tamisha Mon doormat. It's it's just it's already sweeping the nation. Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> Trisha, do you do any drag at all or no? I don't. I'm okay. more of an, an admirer and supporter from afar. I and that I is that I don't have the makeup skills to do it either. Girl, come on now. It doesn't take much to look like a man. <laughs> no offense. I, I'm actually kind of, uh, yeah, I'm jealous of drag kings. I feel like it's, yeah. I, do you I feel like you guys have, well, I actually feel like it depends on the face, but like, is there as much like contouring and stuff going on? I mean, it, it just depends on how extensive you're going to do the makeup. Now, if you want to look like Landon Cider, your ass is going to be on that mirror for like three hours because there's just no way I could look as flawless as him yet. Yet. I will get there though. Um, it's yeah, I don't more know of how the he does that. Squarish contouring. I don't know either. And his TikToks are freaking hilarious. Like he's getting all painted, everything's good. And he puts the mascara on his eye and he goes, fuck. He did this one um, where he's like auditioning the Dragula season four cast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just, do you love me? Do you love me? Oh, that's right. Jesus. Yeah, um, and it? at the end, and he's like, Jesus it. Christ! He's like, he looks at me and scratches his name off the list. That was my favorite. Yes, I love that one. Oh my god, that's great. I like. I seek out all of his podcast interviews because, like, <laughs> the level of no fucks that Landon Sider can deliver on a podcast is just uh, beautiful. I yeah, love it. Yeah, well, this- as far as the makeup goes, I th- from what I've heard queens and some other kings say, it's basically the reverse of queen makeup. Oh, yes. Cause it, yeah, because everything they want to minimize, you want to you wanna actually highlight and focus. 
Right. I actually put a prosthetic hairpiece for a mustache and a goatee. And they always say to put that on first with prostate or spirit gun before you put the makeup. Because if you put the foundation on and then the stash when you're sweating, it's just going to come right off. So it's literally hair first, then the makeup. Yeah, that is the reverse. Because like, I don't, I don't glue anything down until there's makeup on my face. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't put lashes on bare skin. No, ma'am. No. Not those heavy (laughs) things. Um... (laughs) What do you use the well, he, uh, magnetic he, ones? No, I, he yeah, triple I like and quad stacks his lashes. Okay. I currently wear four pairs. Jesus. Yeah, it's uh, what is it? Trixie wears eight to twelve or some god awful thing. How the hell do y'all blink? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's um, you get used to it after a while, and then there's like after about three four hours, I find. Um, you settle into your drunk a little bit more and then you start to see the frame of the eyelashes all the time and then it oh, drives you nuts. That's why the queens always smell like cinnamon and fireball. Now I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Actually, oh yeah, I fireballs like, it's like a good you. percentage and it tastes good. So like, it's not like straight alcohol and yeah, you can do lots of shots of it and shots are better because you don't have to pee that much yeah that's true that is definitely true i was gonna say that um y'all are into do you guys like lardy b like parodies love i i have a woman tattoo to tell you how much i love parodies okay okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man <laughs> the lardy's uh wings and pizza parody of wop uh, yes yes i love that one uh, there is a song called Fever by Peggy Lee, and a drag queen created a parody for that one and was talking about her beaver. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. I am creating a parody for a pecker, and I'm about halfway yeah. through. I don't know if it's okay yeah. if I could share some of that with y'all if you're, if you're interested. Oh, I'm oh, fully please, interested in please, that. Do. All right. Sweetheart, I will the... be. I would be playing that song at my future bingos that I host at my fire <laughs> pit. Like, there you uh, go. Yeah, at the fire pit, we just like we blast drag parody music. Mm-hmm. I love that um, song. Yeah, the amount of times that we've just like it's been like ten o'clock at night and we're blasting "Dry Us Pussy" by Lady Bunny and Flotella DeBarge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Queen, love it. <laughs> my neighbors are so happy one. we're moving. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Let's see. Let's get this ball rolling. Yeah. I'm only about halfway through, but I'll share it with you. Yeah, see. Oh, we have some. Excuse the voice. <clears throat> Never knew how much I envied. Never knew how much I desired. When I'm looking down in my trousers. I want to see that one-eyed snake. I want a penis. Thick and juicy. You notice it without the light. Penis. My new mammy. Thick and long and hot all the time. Lay that sausage on the table. I'm ready to get all of this drunk. I can hardly wait till I'm able. To slide my eggplant in and out of a cunt, I need a penis. 
that was easy. Pissing standing up feels right. Penis! My Johnson's ready to give it to you through the night. Everybody wants a hard cock. It makes the king look big and bad. But I don't want no short and nubby mushroom head. The girls hate that. And that's what I got so far. <laughs> Oh that my god. Is, I, I literally was just like squirming Iconic. on my chair trying not to make noise because it was so amazing. <laughs> that is so good. That's iconic. Oh, th- Did you really say slide my eggplant into your cunt? We are definitely going to put a pan in on this. That is, um, that is so good. Oh my god. <laughs> you really have a knack for parody for sure. Well, thank you. Thank you. I've done, um, I did the Alaska Thunderfuck song, the high one. I did that in a drag king version. And I also did um, Stride on That Walk with RuPaul. Nice. Yeah, I just have to get the audios down, but I have all the lyrics down. I get excited when I do parodies on drag music. (laughs) That's awesome though. It's like, and it's so much like, it's already a parody, right? So. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Ru- the fact that RuPaul is a recording artist is a parody. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> what was I it that Rosé said? To, um, <laughs> Rosé and RuPaul are both in the music industry. One's a recording artist, one's an actual singer. <laughs> I know. Oh my goodness. How both did y'all feel about that finale, by the way? Um, I was happy to get a finale stage. I right? Was happy about yeah. That. Um, yeah. I'm happy I- with the one. The, the Bette Midler number, I didn't really get. Like, I got why they did it, but it was like, why couldn't we have just done something with all of the queens? Yeah, or even the top three, like they did that one year with Aquaria. Yeah. With Aquaria. Or like no, they, they did that, they, like, they did the um, top four with Aquaria. Oh, they did a little nice. number for Bianca season two at the end. Mm-hmm. Remember where Adore and um, Courtney sang, oh, yeah. and then Bianca just read them. Oh, Bianca's, Bianca's was the best. Yeah, like, why couldn't they have done something like that? I mean, like, I understand why they did the song and everything, but... They should have done, like, all of them have gotten an original song or, like, American, like, with Aquaria and all that. So why couldn't they have done that same thing? Since season eight, they've done an original song for each of the, uh, like, for each season. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. true. That is true. I did like the Bob one that they did. I don't like to show off. Oh, yes. That yeah. yeah, one was good. Drugs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, season seven, because Violet got her own too. Because Violet got um, all the daddies. Um, oh, yeah. Violet's season is like a black mark on the show in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> is that bad? I heard. No, it's not bad. I heard some tea about Got Mick because I think Got Mick should have been the winner, but I love that Simone won. But there was some tea saying that even though they introduced a transgender into RuPaul's Drag Race, there's rumors that some a person of color is also going to win an All-Stars and they felt that, you know even though we got a transgender into RuPaul's Drag Race, that should not be the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race. And I was like, no, 
don't say that on freaking print online. That is forever. Well, <laughs> my like, personal theory was is like even if if Mick won, which I agree they're deserving of winning, he deserves to win. It's just it would have been tainted with the whole did he just win because of trans experience. Yeah, that's that, that was my thoughts too. Yeah, I'm we I mean we know we know Rue's never gonna give anyone of trans experience a crown. Nah. Well, it took how many seasons in order to get a trans person into the mix? Well, well last all stars Gia. Yeah. So Oh Gia Gunn and then you have No, Pepperman. we're not gonna count we're not counting Senator Gia Gunn, I'm sorry. <laughs> no <laughs> No. <laughs> she is good for a sound clip. That is where it ends. Mm-hmm. Well, we oh have Mick, God. and then supposedly rumored on All Stars Six is uh, Miss Sonique. That's Sonique, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll Sonique be that's a pity be. put on though, and we know it. I yeah. love Sonique, but <laughs> I'm, I, it's it's like Gia Gunn. They're not going to give her a fair shot, right? It's you like they. I mean? They have to work ten times harder in order to be the cream of the crop. Yeah, it's like yeah. Andrew Ritz is amazing, and they've essentially canceled her. Mm-hmm. I don't think they canceled her. She said Dita was one of the very of the. I think season one or season two. Season uh, no, she's on Will. Three, four. Season four. Four. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. it was still fresh. It was still fresh, like. You know oh I no, mean? she gets I like would... no invitations to any of the Rue Girl gigs. Like nothing. Like she is, she does not exist. She's not on the radar. No, but she gets booked constantly in Florida. I've seen her live at least five or six times the past couple of years. I follow and her she's on Instagram. A, an incredible yeah, she's performer. Busy. Yeah, she oh, is. Oh, I want to see her so bad. Oh, girl, you're gonna be like, wait, what's oh. tucked under there or what's not tucked under there? <laughs> I want to watch her flick those legs across that damn stage. Girl. Ooh. You were like, crack the fan. Here we go. Right. Blow that shit off. Right. Let the <laughs> fucking horse out of the stable. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I live in Alberta. Show me them legs. <sighs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of competitions, there's actually two very important ones locally here in Southwest Florida. Uh, there's one called the. It's at Rascals. It's a nightclub here in Fort Myers, Florida. And uh, they call it Drag Search. And it's six weeks long. Um, It's anything and everything. Snatch game. You know, it's kind of like a mini RuPaul show, but locally. Okay. And it has only been given to Queens. And this year, they said anybody can compete. So guess who turned in their application today? This year. We'll keep our fingers crossed for you. I know. Thank you. Thank you. As soon as I hit send, I was like, shit. I got to send one of Did you send one of those parody songs? Oh, not yet. That'll be in my talent. That'll be in my yeah. talent number three. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That that song, that, that fever penis song you sang us. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, love I would be throwing dollars at you on stage. That entire like three and a half minutes, I'd just be like, "Yes, tell me about your dick." <laughs> like, you want to see it? You want to see it? Maybe on the dumpster out back, baby. Okay. <laughs> oh, I pay extra for that meet and greet. <laughs> Speaking of competition, you actually host one yourself, don't you? Yes, I do. I created this through 
my fundraising company, All Heart Entertainment, and it's called Mr. Southwest Florida Drag King Competition. And um, it's three categories. They sing a song of choice, they do a comedy number, and then they do a slow song or inspirational song where they also get judged on their evening wear and their glitter beard. Um, Ooh. Yeah, this will be our third one this year, and it's going to be Saturday, October 23rd, at a local nightclub here in Cape Coral called Cruisers. And it's also going to be a fundraiser. We're going to raise money for charity at the same time, and it is going to be thebomb.com. I can guarantee that. So, Trisha, if you want to come, I can get you a ticket. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. We can get some insider tea. I know. I'm going to try. I'm going to see if I can. I got family stuff, but... You know, being Cuban-American, you know, you got to deal with your family first. And they crazy. Oh, I know. I know. Trust me. What you need to do is you need to create a dummy and put it in the bed and then put on a snoring tape so that they don't disturb you. <laughs> and you can leave for a couple hours. I love it. I love it. Just like the 90s, like Ferris Bueller's day off way of getting out of something. Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> And you said that that the venue Cruisers actually has, or you've mentioned before um, we came on that the Cruisers actually has a charity, Cruisers Care. Yes, that is correct. Cruisers Care is incorporated and they are what's considered, they are a nonprofit that wants to help nonprofits of the LGBT community, whether it's a food drive, giving clothes to the homeless, uh, things of that nature. So we're going to be raising money for them that night. Okay, so they kind of they're like they provide like support for other charities essentially. Yes, that is correct. Oh, that's nice. Specifically for the LGBT nonprofits here in Southwest Florida. Oh, that's so nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because, and you know, gotta, sometimes. No, that sometimes we got to take care of our own, you know. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. Especially right now, we really have to take care of our own because I mean, if we don't, no one else is. I tell you what. I was in a pageant in December of 2019, and it was for the the Naughty Newcomer Award, and I I actually won that title. It was a four week long competition. Congratulations! Thank you, thank you. My first booking was Friday the 13th of March, and then literally the weekend after that, nope, everything stops. COVID, and I was like, oh, and I was getting regular bookings at this place. No, (laughs) no. Friday the 13th struck. It definitely struck. Um, <laughs> you know, everything was at a standstill, and then they would they would slowly have a show here, a show there. I probably did maybe four shows last year, five the max. And wow. after that, they were like, "We just we can't book, you know, as many as we used to." And I was like, "Oh, that's very unfortunate." But we're slowly coming back up. Everybody's getting a vaccine done. I'm getting my second one tomorrow. So, yay! Ooh, congrats! Yay! Nice. That's what so about expensive. y'all? I'm fully I have my first Pfizer, and then my second one I think will be around like June or July. They're they're focused. Uh, Canada's kind of like the UK right now, where they're trying to focus on getting as many people one shot before they do two shots. Ah, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So. I got the Johnson and Johnson, so I'm one and done. <laughs> I'm never a one and done, baby. Um, ask my wife. <laughs> no. <laughs> my wife. I almost spit out my coffee. <laughs> I mean, no, baby, you, no, never spit, always swallow. 
<laughs> I, that, that is one of the rare occasions I, that I have almost spit. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> oh, I can't wait for my husband to listen to this interview. He's just going to be like, he's going to be at work pissing himself, which is my, I love that he listens to this at work. Shout out to Byron <laughs> listening wait, wait, to this at wh- work. <laughs> hold on, hold on, though. Where does he work? Let, uh, let me know where does he work. Uh, oh, uh, where does he, he work? works in construction. Joe <laughs> 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 Bachman. What the hell are you listening to? What's <laughs> oh my god and like sometimes he listens to it like at like in the office when he's like doing like painting work and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. uh, like the office people come down and hear it so yeah this will be great that's that's awesome about this yeah oh wait until he hears this part so there was this guy in the office and he was your typical hispanic i don't need your help kind of thing you're a woman blah 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 oh okay we're gonna play that game so here i go typing away typing away and hit send so of course it's a video and all you see is a chinese girl in a bathing suit and the audio is really low right so this is at work he cranks it all the way up and it's just a Chinese girl kind of talking sexy. And all of a sudden it's a man saying, I love gay porn. I love gay porn. <laughs> yeah, he left. He didn't work for us anymore. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. That is, such that a, is, like, the, that best. is the best hazing I've ever heard. <laughs> Don't mess Forget with hazing. That's the best revenge. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Damn, I thought drag queens were vengeful, man. Don't fuck with a drag king. They will fuck your shit up. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, drag kings have women parts and we're hormonal, damn it. <laughs> yeah, lesson learned. I'm I'm never gonna I mean, I had no intention of like pissing off a drag king, but I absolutely have no intention now. Yeah, you, she's right. You have to remember what's that old thing? <laughs> Hell hath no fury like a woman's born. Yeah, but I thought they updated it to say hasn't met a gay man slightly inconvenienced. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard that one yet. We need to update it further for for drag king. Yeah, for real. Merch. Put that on the shirt. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Are there we a lot of drag kings in your area? In my area, well, up I have a drive. Up in like the Cape Coral, Fort Myers area? Uh, yeah, we have about six or seven. Um, but we don't get a lot of bookings because unfortunately, this is a man's world, even in drag. So it's kind of hard to go to that next level because it's like, oh, well, you just look like a guy. What do you mean I just look like a guy? I'm fierce. I'm entertaining, goddammit. Yeah, it. but you're not, but you, but you aren't. A guy like you're you're still getting up in gauge exactly you, like, uh, i just got a new chest plate too so now i'm starting to do reveals and a little bit of boyless so to speak Ooh. Uh, yeah so that's getting kind of hot there um we have a show for a company that i also am a member of i'm the first out-of-state member to queen city kings drag and they're based out of buffalo new york and okay. uh, we do a lot of virtual shows. So in the month of July, we are going to be doing a show called Staycation. And I'm probably going to be doing like a beach scene, like running like a beach body kind of thing with my chest plate. It's going to be pretty cool. <laughs> Ooh. Oh God, that's amazing. Yeah, we'll have to that. send us a link to, yeah, send us a link so we can moving. post it. Yes, absolutely. And I just want to fucking see it. 
Yeah, my <laughs> yeah, Byron will die. Byron, like, oh. Byron's become obsessed with, like, every, like, at, like, every square inch of drag entertainment because of me. So, nice. yeah. He was, like, like okay. he, you know, he was, like, a little bit familiar and, like, you know, he was familiar with RuPaul's Drag Race and then I was, like, okay, you need to see, like, all of these people that, like, you're never going to find on Drag Race because they're never going to go on there because they don't need it and all this kind of stuff. So, like, I've been uh, getting him into all of that kind of fun stuff. He's living. There you go. Would Very you, nice. Would you ever do, like, a competition reality series like Dragula or um, Camp on a Kiki or anything like that? Oh, man. I would love to do that. I would love to do something like that. I mean, you're in, oh my God, you're in South Florida. You should, you should push for caption that when they're doing applications. I know. Yeah. Because it's a, it's I, a, it's a drag game show. True. And I mean, yeah. you're, hy you're hysterical. I could tell that you vibe with oh, you um, would Nicole kill. Hallowell. Yeah. Right. You would kill. Yeah. You, you would, yeah, you'd be full you'd, crazy. I think it'd be laughter. the first time that someone would be funnier than like me or Bianca on in the comments for caption that because like there are times where me and Bianca are like we go in. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do, baby. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I like to go deep all the way. Oh yes, Madam Ivy Drip, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> to quote Lady Bunny, I I just yeah. came. We can end this interview. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. We gotta get pressure. Yeah, it's always what she's saying on her podcast. Just like Monet will say something stupid. And she'll be like, oh, Monet, you just made me come. We can stop now. <laughs> oh, I gotta change my shorts. Where's my towel? Right? Uh, I mean, like, this is the woman who used to say a joke like, how do you get a straight woman to fuck, or how do you get a gay man to fuck a straight woman shit in your pussy? Oh my God. Yeah, like, yeah. She's, just, she's just disgusting, right? So. Just absolutely oh. filthy. Yeah, but that's Shit, I've seen Lady I've seen Lady Bunny live as part of the haters roast and oh my god. Oh I oh, love geez. that roast. I just felt so bad for Naomi Smalls. I was like, girl, you were bombing so bad. What is yeah. wrong with you? I saw the I, last one with uh, Mimi I'm first. Mm-hmm. And they went in on her. Oh goodness. Which is <laughs> funny because she wrote a lot of the girls' jokes on that tour, so Mimi I'm first? <laughs> yes. She writes so well, many you, of the girls' jokes. Well, you know, Mimi I'm first um, stole some jokes from Jackie B. Yeah, like, um, there's a few of the girls on the haters roast that, like, wrote that write 90% of the jokes for the other girls. Like, I know Willems, Willems had some jokes written for her before. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they're, they're, they're oh. shady cunts. They all, they all, they pass oh, they around, they pass around uh, jokes like bottoms. I mean, they're bitter because, you know, they can't get all the money because, you know, RuPaul stole it. <laughs> yeah, like RuPaul gets 10% of their earnings for the rest of their lives. Yeah, whether it's YouTube or, you know, whatever it is. But they got yeah. coin now, though. They're happy. Yeah. They're just being lazy oh. now. <laughs> Not only is she fracking the earth, she's fracking their bank accounts. <laughs> oh, love it. Well, no, like, they, they, like, even for DragCon, like, it's ridiculous. Like, they, you, like, the, now you see a lot of queens pairing up because you're talking about thousands of dollars to rent a space. And it's mandatory attendance for some girls. Oh, wow. Yeah. But they don't pay for your booth. What? Yeah, no, yeah, it's you mandatory have to attendance, but your... you still have to pay for your space. 
yeah you rent your booth you rent your space um if you're especially if you're like this upcoming season 13 if they have a drag con these girls are contractually obligated to go and their booths of course are going to be bigger and better because they're the new girls they have to pay for all of that for the merch they're bringing for the booth setup for the booth space for everything check please no thanks right <laughs> I'll stick like, to what I know. <laughs> yeah, I under I understand like the you know the wanting to be on the show and wanting to do it because of like the how iconic it is, but like you essentially really like sign it. away the rights to your character. You're just signing yeah. away your rights to your life because yeah. once you get on that TV, your life will change forever, forever. But yeah, some see, people like I don't know if I'm into that. No, it's like I I want to be noticed but not to the point where I'm going to have to fight y'all off of my damn, you know, it, front lawn. I want to be able to go to Costco in your sweats and not be noticed. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, same here. Like, I, I want to leave with my liter bottle of Costco tequila without anyone, you know, being like, oh, do you have a drinking problem? It's like, mm, probably, but you don't need <laughs> to think, know that. I think it's more of you just want to get away with drinking a liter of tequila. I love drinking the liter of Costco tequila. It's delicious. Ooh. The Aneja one. They have like an actual like properly aged tequila there. Whew. Mm, Highly recommend. Okay. It was like $60 for the bottle. Jesus. That's right. awesome. When I went to Mexico, I drank blue tequila and it was so sweet. I don't remember the next day. Let's just say that's how good it was. It <laughs> sounds so delicious. Right, My friend brought back this coffee perfect. tequila from Mexico one time. And I was just like, you need to put that away before I drink the entire bottle. <laughs> Uh, she put it I on ice and I was like, just like what is this like coffee agave deliciousness and it's got tequila in it <laughs> oh my god I love tequila and mezcal are like my two fa- like that and or, well I guess and gin are my go to drinks oh, I buy okay. vodka when I'm poor I'm more of a coconut rum kind of chick oh, I love Malibu but rum gives me the angries oh that's not good yeah i once put a bottle of apple an empty bottle of appleton neck first into a wall (laughs) i threw it i threw it at the wall and it was sticking out of the wall neck first like neck into the wall so like the bottom of it out yeah oh my god so my my husband saw that was like you're never drinking rum again i was like i probably shouldn't i'm a vodka girl (laughs) you're a what i'm a vodka girl Oh, okay. What are you, a Smirnoff? Are you a Blue Sky? What? Uh, any vodka. Oh, oh you're a prejudice. Okay. <laughs> I am prejudiced. Just give me vodka soda. I'm happy. Okay. Oh, then there's me at the liquor store. I'm like, that vodka's crap. That vodka's crap. That vodka's crap. That vodka's crap. <laughs> Greg, like, is crap. That is crap. That is crap. <laughs> yeah, I don't drink Smirnoff. I don't drink, no, like, heavily rye vodkas. Um, Tito's, I love Tito's. It's a corn vodka. Mm-hmm. I love my Tito's. I, I have a bottle in the fridge it. right now. I have it in the freezer. <laughs> Ooh, I, do, I yeah, I do like to put it in the freezer, but I have I've been drinking it on ice lately, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Even with your three degree weather right now, well, how cold is it right now? Um, we are actually. Uh, I don't know the. You know what? I'll just like. I'm gonna not be lazy. I'll like Uncle Google version. I'll check Uncle the Google. version. I'll flip Uncle my Google. 
No, I'll just flip my weather app into Fahrenheit for a second. It's fine. It's uh, a nice <laughs> 61 degrees today. Wow, look at you. Yeah, it's gorge. And then um, we'll probably have thunderstorms tomorrow, which sounds about right because it got that hot. <laughs> it yeah. snowed last week. It rained for 36 hours straight on the weekend. That's got to mess with your sinuses. Hot, cold, rainy, hot, cold, rainy. Um, yeah. It messes with your like ability to cope with the weather, honestly. <laughs> like just like it's very like deflating to have it like be super hot one day and then piss down rain the next day and then snow the next day and then get warm again and then snow. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It's like, like Mother Nature, what did I do to piss you the fuck off today? What is wrong? It's, Tell me what to do. It's my <laughs> geographical location that punishes me. Ugh, poor thing. Yeah, it's because uh, the with the way Calgary is situated beside the mountains, mm-hmm. and then the way the Rockies sit, uh, cl- with the closeness to the Pacific Ocean, we get all sorts of just like bullshit fast-moving weather. Mm. So we get like Chinooks, which is like the temperature can shoot up like anywhere from like ten to fifteen degrees in an hour or two. Oh man, is yeah. it really worth that check every year? I mean, why don't you just move with Trisha and then that said you'll be happy ever after. <laughs> oh my, I could not handle the humidity. Well, he doesn't want live. the six months of hurricane. Oh my, the humidity yeah, would kill me. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, like when you're in the bathtub too long and your hands get pruny, I would probably look like that all the time if I lived in Florida. <laughs> I have been living the dehydrated mountain lifestyle for too long. Were you raised there or born there? Uh, I was actually born in Toronto, which is why I hate humidity. I I get it now. Yeah. He wouldn't last in Florida. We're fifty percent humidity most days anyway. Okay, that, that's like that's that. like the highest it gets here. <laughs> wow. Like yeah, yeah if it's like at seventy percent, I'm like, oh my god, it's so humid here. We're at a hundred percent right now, and it's like it feels like ninety something today. Yeah, like I'm no, I don't Did you miss. Just I don't miss being in the shade and still feeling the heat. Right. I get that. I have 74% where I'm at. Just for fun. Let's see what my humidity is at. Just just for shits and giggles. Oh, you guys guys are going to hate me. A drastic 23%. (laughs) And... On Saturday and Sunday, it rained for 36 hours, and it's still only 23%. Okay, so next week I'll be co-hosting alone. Thank you. (laughs) I'm not even going to be invited to the Zoom. (laughs) Cut right out. Oh, goodness. Today it says 89 degrees Fahrenheit with a humidity of 54%. Okay, see, I could do that. Yeah, and we're in May, but come July, you're dead. You're done. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't survive. Yeah, no, (laughs) I'd have to, like, I have a friend in Tampa, and I was like, you know I'm coming to visit you in February, right? She's like, why? I was like, (laughs) I don't want to (laughs) die. Like there is that you know you live in florida where it's christmas day and everybody's riding their bikes and shorts and t-shirts for real <laughs> she went to this like um like boat christmas parade this year mm-hmm. oh yeah we have those down here too i was like what like first of all whitest thing i have ever seen in my entire life <laughs> pretty much <laughs> like 
Yeah. Literally just like yachts with white people on them with Christmas lights circling around like a harbor or something. I was like, this is the whitest shit I have ever seen. Well, they have to they have to justify buying those non-used expensive yachts. The like, Christmas ornament. Boats are money I'm, pits. It is horrible. Yeah, they're money pits. Get a boat. I don't think I've, I've yeah. known people, like, no, I would never own a boat. I mean, I like drinking on boats. Right. I'll drink on their dime. But yeah, I'll drink own. on your boat, but like, I'm not, like, I'll bring the booze, but I'm not paying for the boat. Yeah. I think that, like, that's why all boats should just be rentals. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah, I'd rent a boat and chill on it for a few hours and then, like, be done. But I don't want to <laughs> have to deal with, like, the whole, like, oh, I have to, like, pull it in now and clean it and, like... Let the water drain. Like, who has the time? uh, It's 2021. (laughs) My mother came from a boat in Cuba. (laughs) That was amazing. (laughs) Wait, wait, okay. Was it like a raft or? uh, No, this was a boat boat. It was like a pirate boat. Um, It was during what's called the Black Book stages of life with Fidel Castro. They were. Yep, and Marian. Uh, they were saying it was okay for certain people to leave. So my mom left and then she came back to get some family members. And it went from just a couple of boats to 50 boats. Nobody was allowed wow. to get on the land. Then there was a storm, and all you see is the boats going in and then just crashing into each other. And you just see oh, all the people God. holding on to the ropes, like, hold oh, on to the boat, God. hold on to the boat. Yeah. My mom on one trip was on that boat for 27 days, didn't go to the bathroom, no food, no water, and they left empty handed because of the dub. Yeah. That Whoa. Was yeah, that was some scary so that, stuff. That oh, was in the 80s, shit. I believe, right? Uh, that or was that earlier. It was earlier. It was late 60s, early 70s. Okay, yeah, because my parents left Cuba in 66. Okay. Yeah, probably around the yeah, same they, time my parents. My no. mom was 12 uh, or 13 left. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, my parents, literally, they the government went in, padlocked their door, so they couldn't mm. get in, change, like, what? give stuff away or interchange stuff. Um, went to get my dad from his job, told him you have X amount of time to pack your shit and get out. Wow. And then put him on a plane to Miami. That is some crazy shit. They were just, like, kicking people out of Cuba? Yeah, that was during the, um, it was one of those, like, well, if you don't want to be here, you don't have to be here. Mm-hmm. Like, to quell any resistance type of, of stuff. Oh, which okay. is why, Which is why you have 60 years of sheep. Yeah. Okay. See, like, they don't, <sighs> like, in Canada, we don't, like, really, like, learn a lot about Cuba. Um, when I was younger, all I, like, all they really taught me about Cuba was, like, nana, 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 we can go there, but America can't. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Um, like, I love that. No, 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 no. We can go. Americans can't. I love that. I mean, I've known a few Americans that flew through Canada and then convinced Cuba not to st- stamp their passport. Yeah, Cuba is a beautiful, and I mean a beautiful country. It was just communism just doesn't work. Um, no. Yeah. When Fidel took over, he said, all of these cows have a disease, and he took all of the cows away. All of these trees have poison on the trees. He took all the trees away. My family had a farm 
you know, goats, chickens. Yeah. They had everything. And survival mode, no lie. They were only allowed to go to this ship once a month. And if you were a family of four, it was a dozen eggs, half a gallon of milk, one loaf of bread, so on and so forth. They get in line, they wait hours, and if the ship runs out, you can't get any food until next month. You're fucked, yeah. That's And now, and I still have family there, and they're telling me now, like, you can own animals, but you can't kill them to feed yourself. Oh, my God. Like, they're restricting as crap. So, like... like was, do a lot of Cubans go bad. like vegetarian or vegetarian then just because of the lack of protein, like like uh, meat, like animal protein? They try to do like a barter system. Like they'll go to a neighbor and say, hey, I'll give you lettuce for, you know, a pound of chicken or something. But they do it in secret because if the soldiers find out, they can get arrested or even killed. Just oh, for different yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit lax now, but I, my niece is going to be 11. I remember they took her to Cuba for her first birthday. They had to go like five different stores just to get ingredients for like a little sandwich box. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. Thank God. And like they really keep the because everyone I know that's gone to Cuba, like from Canada, is like they really keep you away from like any of that kind of stuff because like the touristy stuff. Not oh, even, oh yeah, not it's, even remotely it's like night that. And day. It's like. It's full grocery stores, day. plentiful liquor stores. You know what I mean? Like everything. Unless full. you have family, unless you have family there, you won't see. Yeah. What right. it's really exactly. like. That's so weird. Cause like, I do want to go there, but it's like, there's, it's conflicting, right? It's like, sometimes you want to go to Mexico and sometimes you're like, Ooh, I can't support, I can't support that. Right. <laughs> I went to Cuba a couple of years ago when it was open on a cruise ship. And um, there was an excursion to where you paid $300. And it was basically you went to go see the classic cars. And I said, <laughs> these people have no idea. I just went to a dinner and show thing. I got picked up in a classic car. We rode there in the classic car. We rode back in the classic car. <laughs> yeah, because like, all, uh, all their cars are classic. Like, we're talking yeah. classic, beautiful cars. That's like yeah, Trinidad and Tobago. Are. Like, mm-hmm. everyone has these, like, gorgeous vintage cars from, like, the 20s and the 30s and the 40s. You know what I mean? Just, like, gorgeous, stunning cars. And they have mm-hmm. these crazy car shows all over the place. I remember when we were in Tobago... We were walking to go have dinner and there were like all these classic cars like going to fill a parking lot for a car show. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, we must have watched like several million dollars worth of these like cars in North America just go by. Oh man, that is absolutely crazy. That was probably a once in a lifetime memory oh, for sure. Like just oh I love like the way they designed those cars and like the way they looked. Like I don't know, like that. Yeah, I just it was it was stunning and I had never seen anything like that before because growing up in Toronto mm-hmm. where the salt ruins everything mm. you know oh. what I mean yeah the salt they put on the roads just destroys everything so like no if you own a car like that it sits in a storage unit uh, like about 10 months of the year wow <laughs> yeah. that's why that's why it has to be in a Caribbean islands yeah but it's amazing the cars they can have down there like mm-hmm. just stunning what was your first car? I don't drive. I've never had a license or drove in my life. What? I am your classic Torontonian with no license. Oh my goodness. Right? 
I, I wouldn't be able to survive. And I know Trisha I wouldn't be able to survive. Either. Hell no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, everyone I know thinks I'm weird because like I don't have a car and I don't drive, but oh, I've literally always found a way to, well, in Toronto, first of all, it's super easy to get around on transit. So, right. Um, that's yeah, not, not in the U.S. You'd be, you'd <laughs> have to get a license or you'd be frustrated as hell. Yeah, I yeah, feel like, like you have to really live in a major area. metropolitan area where you like yeah. down in the States. Oh, just I to get to using a bus in Hialeah, it'll probably be like six hours out of your time, not including your work hours. What? Oh, I thought two, yeah. like I thought an hour and a half on transit was bad in Calgary. Damn. No, you have delays and buses full and no, no, no. Uh-uh. Like even, I live <laughs> in Miami. Where I live in Miami, I literally have a grocery store within walking distance. Mm-hmm. I drive my butt there. Yeah, you do. Because <laughs> I, I, I can't deal with like carrying all, because then like, you carry everything, like walking back. It's like, no, like I, I don't know how people do it on the bus. Like they grocery shop on the bus or they do the, I, mean, I can't. Mm-mm. Oh my God. And when I lived in Sudbury, I used to literally, um, if I didn't have money for the bus, I would walk the like 35 minutes down to the grocery store. Buy all of my groceries. Then, like, I was like living with my partner at like this was my ex at the time, so we were living together. So I had to get groceries for two people. I'd get all the groceries and I would walk them back home. You're nuts. Oh. Yeah. Why you're so skinny? <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a workhorse in that sense, where it's just like if shit's got to get yeah. done, it's just got to get done. So. No, we have we've always because my parents, we, my dad still has his license doesn't drive he's 83 my mom cannot drive anymore but we still have two cars because we cannot deal with one car and that car breaks down that's amazing it's a cuban thing my mom always said we need two cars she always mm-hmm. had a car my dad always had a car and when the three of us were driving we had three cars all of us had our car and when she stopped driving 10, 11 years ago, she, he, my dad still has his car. I have my car. We always have a working car, at least, because we can't. Wow. That's oh, craziness. my God. Uh, my husband has told, like, we have decided because we want to move to Vancouver Island. Mm-hmm. So he's told me that, like, I've, I've come to terms with the fact that I'm going to have to get my license and actually learn how to drive. Because my main, my main issue with not driving is, like, I've had, first of all, I've had really easy access to transit that's really good and then second of all i've been in like six car accidents in my 32 years wow for someone that doesn't drive (laughs) for someone that doesn't drive exactly wow yeah i have a lot of um i don't trust anyone else who drives essentially is my problem but but on the island i'm I'm gonna have to be able to drive because everything's so spread out oh you're gonna grow up and get your driver's license yeah (laughs) Uh, I can just see you pushing his cheeks right now, and I'm not talking about the one. <laughs> well, it's a rite of passage here in the U.S. Oh my! I, yes. like, I'm literally going to be like having to be like on the phone with someone every time I'm behind the wheel of the car, so they can like talk me off the fucking ledge that is driving. Oh, my husband made me drive once. He like just like we I can't. We had to go like drop something off for his work or something. I was in the truck, and we were like on the back roads, and he just like pulls over, and he's like drive, and I was like, what? So he made me drive like 
maybe like a quarter of a kilometer down this road. And I just like the whole time I was just shitting my pants. Oh God, I miss you poor thing. <laughs> uh, you're gonna have to turn um, your pug or your other dog into an emotional support animal and take it with you. Oh my God, she is, uh, no, she she requires emotional support herself. She's just like, no, everything is about me. Uh, <laughs> she like, she can get, uh, like, the, well, the pug gets attention all day. And then like, as soon as her, like anyone's gone, she like freaks out because when they come back, they've been gone. Um, and then the tripod um, can get attention all day long. And then as soon as you stop giving her attention, she just like curls up and makes it look like you've been neglecting her for years. <laughs> so like yeah either of my dogs would be great at that dogs are dramatic my yeah. chihuahua has taken to becoming a plant and sleeps in a plant tree. <laughs> awesome. this 14 this 14 year old little chihuahua literally out of the blue jumps into the plant room and it looks like I have a chihuahua plant <laughs> oh, you, should, you should just vegetable <laughs> dye him green then make him a little succulent no, and my dad has taken to putting his food in the planter. Oh my god! He's like, in, in there. Your dad is Dude, catering to this. Sell it, anybody? Oh my god! Like, is it is like? Do you guys have like dangerous fauna in Florida? Like pokey, stabby fauna yeah. or flora we have down there? Like cacti and shit. Well, we have other oh. dangerous. Well, not fauna, but we have a uh, alligator. Mm-hmm. Oh well, I hope there wouldn't be an alligator in the planter. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. Alligators end up in people's pools. How <laughs> big are your planters in South Florida that you're finding alligators in them? Well, baby yeah. alligators. No, ma'am. There's I'm a not place into called that. the Mineral Springs. Mineral Springs is off of uh, Port Charlotte, and okay. basically they call that the Fountain of Youth. You go in there, you take a walk around the, you know, the water, and it's supposed to be like a healing process because of all the minerals in this water. We were supposed to go a couple weeks ago. We drove the hour. I try to give them my stamp. Oh, sorry, we're closed right now. Why are you closed? Because there's a gator in the water. (laughs) (laughs) You guys didn't want to tempt fate and swim with the gator? I like all my digits. I need them. I'm a lesbian. I'm good. <laughs> That's fair. I just, I would have just driven to the nearest grocery store, picked up some raw chicken, brought it back, and then been like, no, it's fine. I'll take my chance. I'll feed, I'll feed it. <laughs> well, I think here it's, if it's a gator reaches a certain size, I think it's six feet and over, you have to kill it on site. What? Yeah. Um, bigger they gators at least, like, because the they have a good, I don't know. Because I know bigger gators have a better sense of direction. So they can keep coming back. So you have to kill them on sight. That is terrifying. I, I thought wolves and bears were shady. Fuck. No. I've seen a 13-footer dead on the side of the road on the way home. That Damn. Was what would have had to hit that? No, they shot it. And then they left it. I was like, uh, Oh, God. Y'all had to call somebody to pick this thing up. <laughs> yeah. See, like, yeah. here, like... If you hit something you like or like whatever, you have to you have to wait for them to come and you're not allowed to take it. And then like there's this whole fucking bullshit process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like if you hit an animal up here in Canada and then like take it, even if fish and feather, like even if wildlife doesn't want to do anything with it, it's poaching. Even the country geese? Uh, yeah, oh my God, they're protected. 
The geese are protected by law. That's why we like that Americans can shoot them. (laughs) Canadian geese are assholes. They are demon birds. You can look at them the wrong way and they just fly at your face. (laughs) No, he showed me a video where literally a geese gets on the back. Like the person falls, the geese jumps on their back and it's pecking at the back of their head and stamping its feet. Oh my God. Talk about some daddy issues. Are you my daddy? Are you my daddy? Are you my daddy? (laughs) Right? No, like Canadian geese are just naturally um, one of the meanest things in the country. Oh my God. (laughs) I yelled at a woman a couple years ago because I was like, what was it? Me and my friend were, me and my friend were smoking a joint in a park um, downtown Calgary. And we're just like chilling and I look over and this lady's letting her child play near like three Canadian geese. And like the child was like maybe a couple inches taller than these geese. And I yelled at her. I was like, get your child away from the geese. And she looked at me all pissed off. And I was like, those geese will peck your child's eyes out. Oh my God. No, like they will. Like I've been attacked. I don't know a single person up here that hasn't been attacked by a Canada goose. Um, but when I was younger at one of my dad's soccer fields, yeah, I was attacked by a Canada goose. They're fucking mean. They beat you up with their wings and try and peck you. Okay, so you're coming down to visit me. I'm not going up to see you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take my chances with the gator. Well, no, <laughs> like, at least down there, you can shoot them if they piss you off. Up here, you're fucked. Oh, my goodness. So I guess this brings me to my next question. Well, two questions. One, how did y'all meet? And number two, why did you create this podcast? Um, We met through um, Nicole Hollowell, who's a drag queen. Um, She is a friend of mine, and she created Caption That, which for our listeners who don't know, and I don't know if you've heard of it, it's basically she scours the bowels of the internet for the... (laughs) for 21 pictures and she has different drag queen contestants um, give captions for those pictures Mm -hmm. or in this case hopefully a drag king contestant um, when she starts back up again um, answer these questions it's interactive she has a live audience and she has it streaming so the online audience can caption it as well and she reads the best of them so he was online playing caption that and <laughs> yep. we met be- between a mutual friend who was playing as well and we just kind of clicked that is so cool yeah so cool uh, and then uh, the podcast came to be um trish actually already had a podcast over the rainbow yeah i had really? just started it he was my <laughs> second interview yeah okay and, yeah and then um the interview went so well that we just decided to turn it into well Trish asked me if I wanted to co-host with her first and then that led to it transforming into Intercontinental Kiki which we just were like we want to talk to local drag queens and give them the spotlight and you know what I mean not focus on like dish about RuPaul's Drag Race and all that kind of stuff but not like put the focus on those girls all the time we want to we want to showcase interesting people queer talent drag kings drag queens anything that is interesting and part of the community is what we want to highlight that is absolutely fabulous i love it i love every single minute of this (laughs) 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 This yeah this has been really amazing well 
how did you get started in like I know you said that um you started with your then partner but how did you get into the idea of doing becoming a drag king and how did that process go how did I do it well Google and YouTube was my best friend amen <laughs> right oh, amen all do you oh yeah <laughs> I love that um Gosh, that is that is definitely a loaded question, and it's not in my pants. Um, <laughs> where's my towel? Is the bus still running? No. Um, <laughs> oh my god! You kill me. I love. Oh my god. I love it. Oh that, I guess I just always loved the entertaining aspect. I just didn't know how to get on that stage, and I thought a drag king would definitely get me over that ledge. I was in ballet. I was always watching music videos and trying to do choreography. Um, RuPaul's Drag Race, it just, it gave me the thoughts and the daydreaming. And I was like, bitch, a star is gonna be born whether you like it or not, okay? <laughs> so, there you go. Man, I love that. I love how you were just no. like, no, it's gonna happen. I don't care how. Yeah, and of course I picked one of the weirdest songs as my first Popping My Cherry song. You ever heard of Enormous Penis? Enormous penis. No, I haven't yeah. heard of that. No, I haven't. It is a acapella song, and um, it just, it sounds very, you know, catty, and whenever life gets you down, keeps you wearing a frown, and the gravy train has left you behind. So they're just, you know, talking and talking, and then, um, then I go... I take a look at my enormous penis and the happy times are coming my way. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, y'all have to Google that shit. That was funny. I need to. Oh yeah, that's, that's oh my God. I'm writing it down right now. Enormous penis acapella. There you go. Oh, write another one down. What she's got. Okay. So this was America's Got Talent and it was a guy in his 80s and he created the song himself. Okay. And uh, it's basically a love story of how he fell in love with this girl and she's everything that he's ever wanted, but she's got a penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's my second oh my... song that I pop my cherry with. <laughs> oh, oh what an adorable man. How brave of him to get up there and sing that song. Tell you what, I never saw Simon Cow's eyes get so big. Like, did he just say what I think he said? <laughs> I I love when people mess with him in unexpected ways that even he can't handle. Yes, oh I love it God. when he blushes. I'm like, oh, the Botox is turning red. <laughs> he loves his fillers, I love that. Man. Oh yeah. He is so pumped. And are we sure what, he's straight? <laughs> Uh, no, he's not. He's in the closet. You know that. Oh, absolutely. I don't think he does his fillers way too much. He's got a daddy in the closet somewhere. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. No one gets that much pump <laughs> without like a little curiosity. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> no puedo. <laughs> like no straight man's like, oh my god, these lines on my forehead. I can't look at them any longer. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> if you find one, I'd like to talk to them, but I I don't think they're out there. Not at all. Not at all. You know what? Maybe y'all can help me out. I'm trying to figure out who I can impersonate for the Snatch Game Challenge. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally like George Lopez, um, Gabriel Iglesias, Carlos Mencia, uh, those type of comedians. So I don't know if I can incorporate uh, that at all. Uh, oh. I think Car- um, Gabriel Iglesias is a good one. I think yeah. he's one of my favorites. He is really funny. Sure. Um, yeah, and I he has it. and he has that a uh, Cuban coffee joke. Oh my God! Did you hear that one, uh, Madam Ivy, about the coffee? Yes. Uh, yeah, I no. Trish, Trish sent me that. Like that was like one of our first conversations. She had. She's like, oh my God, the Cuban coffee bit. You need to hear it. And this this is why cocaine never took off in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have Cuban coffee. I'm pretty okay. sure cocaine did take off in Miami. <laughs> really, well, not coffee. as bad as other places. We got Cuban coffee, man. I mean, I I clearly need Cuban coffee because I'm not allowed to do cocaine anymore. So, <laughs> I'll send you. Hey, I'll send you a cafetera and coffee. I would love that. I'm sure it would balance out all the weed I smoke. <laughs> Shoot. It, well, the, uh, depends. <laughs> I think it depends on the strain. <laughs> I, I I wake up and like the first thing I like the first thing I do is pee and the second thing I do is smoke weed. So uh there you go. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. He's awake like, and Yeah, I, I you know, I smoked weed once from like 1989 to now. Uh <laughs> once a day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it it just keeps extending. Uh <laughs> <laughs> You're not, your mama didn't raise no quitter absolutely not i've quit i've you know i've quit a few things i've quit some party drugs i quit cocaine doesn't that count yeah uh, you quit poppers oh man i wish we could still get poppers in canada i used to like do poppers with my friends and we'd sit there and play like crazy eights oh my god i could just imagine that circle <laughs> so, i can imagine that game like I, i've seen he's gone to yeah, the just corner 7-eleven Drunk, dressed as little Edie. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Yeah, going to the Seven Eleven. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I fully went to the Seven Eleven on my mother-in-law's power scooter in half drag. <laughs> I hope you took a picture. I need to see it. <laughs> uh, I don't think there's a picture, but I was definitely video yes, chatting yes, with my is. friend. I think, I think we wow. have a picture. It's, I'm pretty sure she has ID. screen grabs. She just hasn't told me about them yet. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you won't drive a car, but you'll drive a scooter. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He'll hijack a scooter. He'll hijack yes. a power scooter. And ironically, I drove that scooter down the road. Oh my God. That is like the worst thing to be on the road. <laughs> Completely shit faced, by the way. Like, just lapped. You know what? That's what you need to do. You need to drink a bottle of tequila and then drive a car. No, don't do that. Oh, no, yeah, that's no, no, no. We do not condone drinking and driving. No, we don't. We don't. <laughs> Although a shot might not be a bad idea. I mean, yeah, just like, I just need a shot to calm my nerves, officer. It's all it was. Oh, no, I, that's one of the things I like about not driving is like, say I have to go like run errands and I'm like, you know, traveling through downtown Calgary. As if I, if I, no, if I want to stop for a beer, I can stop for a beer. You know what huh. I mean? Because like, then I don't have to worry yeah. about like sitting and waiting till I can like legally drive again and then hopping in my car and driving again, I can just like have four margaritas at the tequila bar and then stumble my way back to the train station and get home. Because who who doesn't stop at a margarita bar while buying groceries? 
Well, like not groceries, but like sometimes I go to a liquor store near the tequila bar. And uh, <laughs> yeah, sometimes I have to go buy I'm liquor and then I go buy here. more liquor. Yeah. I'm sensing a theme here. So too, girl. <laughs> Honestly, I'm waiting for the intervention. Uh, nah. Oh, it's coming. It's moving coming. is hard, guys. Like, like oh, my know. husband just bought a house and we're moving us and my mother-in-law into the new house starting on Monday. So like, it's just, and there's okay. like, my mother-in-law lived in the house for 52 years. So it's just like, it's been a lot. Oh, and drinking wow. and my only outlets right now. I'm, I, I'm, I moved 11 years ago. My parents lived in that house for 32 years. The amount of shit I had to throw away so I didn't burn that house down was that I can only because you know they have you have your your great 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 grandmother's 15th pictures and then you have Alaguay over here oh my god no when I tell you literally my parents had tax income tax things from 1973 oh my god yeah my mom still had my bathing suit when I was a baby in a box in her closet somewhere. So yeah, I get it. Oh God. <laughs> it, it's a, it has been, to be a Cuban hoarder thing. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, then my mother-in-law might be Cuban because... Uh, yeah. Oh, the yeah. yarn. Oh my God, not even the yarn. I'm just like, man, like just the, the amount of things that <laughs> like... Yeah, I haven't asked finding is, is your just... is your mother Is your mother-in-law a knitter? She's crocheter. Yeah. Okay, because um, Nick, his mother-in-law literally has basically, if not half a store, a storage unit, a full storage unit full of yarn. Oh my goodness. Yep, Cuban, nailed it. Yeah, see, <laughs> that's why I was asking. I was like, I think she, I think she uh, either had a little Cuban in her, or is a little Cuban. <laughs> we all had a little. She Cuban said in she's us. sassy, right? God, yes. One of her Especially favorite things, you. one of her favorite things to say is, "I never swore at my husband. I just called him a son of a bitch." <laughs> Cuban, um, <laughs> Cuban, <laughs> it has a little um, bit of sazon. Yeah, a little bit of sazon. Uh, does she use a spatula, a sandal, or a pan to hit somebody? <laughs> I would have to ask my husband, but I'm pretty sure all three are absolutely on the table. Cuban. <laughs> Cuban. <laughs> Merch that. <laughs> I love this. I, I love that, how I'm that, learning so much about my mother-in-law from you guys. I know, right? That's all. Yeah, we have Got a little. Uh, uh, was it a flip flop? Just. Swah! You know what? I still can't understand how they can flip that shit. It hits you in the back of the head, and it's back in their hand. It's back in their hand. <laughs> right? It's like you just hear. You just hear the, the swamp. I just think, what hit me? Yeah. Never underestimate the and power of the They're putting it back shotgun. on their foot. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, man, you better do the dishes or else you're thinking with junk like Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Eve always like is like whenever she has something to like defend, like complain about Byron, she'll always like complain to me instead. <laughs> uh. Then it's like <laughs> it's like my job to take care of it now. It's like, no, you married him. He's your problem now. Yeah, he was Cuban. Yep. Yeah, my yeah. my husband just. Oh, that you know, that you know who you could, you know who else you probably do. Um, if you have you heard of Le, um, for this not Le, um, Le Juan James. 
Oh my god. This is Juan de Juan Legend. Mama me la. What? Basically, basically suck it, but it means yeah. like I, if you're a woman like suck my dick or if you're a guy suck my dick. Cuz means suck okay. it. Yeah. I was like we you said that so that. fast. I was like did you even say words? <laughs> That's a gift. We learn how to speak fast. Oh my god, that's like it's like people in Montreal, man. They're just like, and I'm like, no, stop, mm-hmm. stop it. Like I don't know. Wait, you just said my order. What? <laughs> like again? It's like I, I just, I'm too stoned all day. I can't. My mind doesn't work that fast all the time. Like you can't like fire off a whole bunch of information and expect me to grab it. Like. Oh well, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to slower in English. Right now. <laughs> let us get into let us get into Spanish. Oh my god. Oh my god. I mean, it's we can get fire. into Spanish. We could do some. Uh, we could do some Mexican word of the days. Uh, let's see. Mexican word of the day: green, pink, and yellow. Oye, man, the phone went green, green. I think of the phone and say hello. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, this is why I can't. This is clearly why I can't learn Spanish. Is the language doesn't make any sense once converted to English. <laughs> I've tried multiple there's times. There's some things that you just can't convert. Yeah, like I have tried desperately to learn Spanish twice because I'm like, oh, like I used to be like fluent in French. This should be easy. No. Nope. No. No. Nope. Not even a little bit. No, I, I speak in, I speak Spanish and I try to and I learn French. I can do French okay, but it's nothing like Spanish. Yeah, no. What'll mean a bus to me will be a cup to somebody else. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Well, in, in uh, Canada, we we use like sketchy Quebec slang French. So. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Canadian French is not. Um, up to par with the French they use in France. Let's just say that. <laughs> oh, here's another one for you. Mexican word of the day, wheelchair. Juan and me only have uno taco, but it's okay, wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do it in the accent. You just have to. Yeah. Just oh my God. I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Pipe and smoke it. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm also sad that there's only one taco. I know. I <laughs> that oh, actually like hurt me a little bit. Me. I was like, but there's only one taco. This is a serious problem. Yeah, I'm not sharing a taco. And it doesn't even have sour cream in it. What the hell? <laughs> oh, me and sour cream are not friends. Oh, oh I can't have a taco without sour cream. I blame Taco Bell. They put way too much sour cream in all my crunch wraps to the point where I had to start ordering it without. Oh my god. Oh, uh, Matt, I have one for you. Mexican word of the day. I smoke. I have a bad memory because I smoke a lot of weed. Oh, that's my that's my Mexican word of the day. I smoke. <laughs> I smoke. I oh, love it. Yes. I want that on a t-shirt. Uh, <laughs> that's Ivy Drip's catchphrase right there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've almost consumed an entire pot of coffee in this, so. Oh, I'm wow. Gonna, yeah, that'll be my second pot of the day. 
can you hear colors yet? <laughs> I drink about two pots a day. Damn, I quit coffee two months ago. Oh, wow. How is your headache? Have... I don't have headaches anymore. It was like the first three days I thought I was going to die, but I'm good now. Oh, that's now it. I just okay. Occasional decaf, that's about it. Oh. <laughs> um, so what do you drink for caffeine? Because Or you don't drink any caffeine anymore? No caffeine anymore. Um, no caffeine. I have one soda a week. I'm on a uh, like a lifestyle change plan. I've lost 30 pounds so far. So, wow. congratulations! Yeah, show, my doctor, my doctor's doing the same thing. He goes, "You gotta lose weight." It's like, okay, sure. <laughs> I do shit. I would disappear into thin air without soda and coffee. Uh, I'll tell you what, though, to try to have a lifestyle change in Miami is super hard because you've got Latin cuisine, you have materva, you have uh, Hubinia, oh, Hubinia. You have, <laughs> you oh, no, know, and forget no pastelito. Uh, pastelito de guava, queso. Uh, and I, I literally live I like heard queso, so I know what that diet. means. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, uh, like made out of, you know, guava, which is really sweet. It's like a I don't yeah, want to say like guava jam. The guava jam, mm. it's so good, yeah. but it is so I'm, bad for you, Billy. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I, I'm just waiting for him to like let me know what I can and can't send to Canada and his address so I can send him some Cuban shit. I'm You're so gonna be excited. investing in some dry ice for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I live like five blocks away from Versailles. Okay, nice. So it's like the pastelitos are right there. Yeah. Uh, growing up uh, with me, it was always Latin America, Vicky Bakery, um, and La yeah. Carreta. Oh so. my God, Vicky Bakery, the lo- the cakes de natilla for birthdays. Uh, where's my towel? Is the best still ready? I want cake. <laughs> now I want cake and guava. Why do you, what do you do to me? Why did you do this to me? I'm I like, have I have to like make dinner after this, and now I don't want to make di- dinner. I just want to make dessert. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like I have to yeah, make like the whitest husband. meal ever, which is like meatloaf and mashed potatoes. I shit you not. Uh. <laughs> okay, weren't then I I have to send you some Cuban seasoning too, because boy. Oh yeah. Oh well, that's, I don't do boring meatloaf. I always like I like to do like I do like curried meatloaf and stuff like that. Ooh, that sounds okay, sad. That sounds good. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I dress the shit out of my meatloaf. It's so boring. You have to make it fun. I dress the shit out of my meatloaf. Merch. Merch. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can have that one again for your your merch. It sounds like a penis joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I like. Oh my god. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, that one's fully yours, Nikki. It's fully yours. She, she would you fully get that one. There we go. <laughs> We have just come up with a full line of merch for you today. I, I tell you what, I gonna be expensive, bitches. <laughs> I love it. All right, well, I do actually have to go cook dinner because my husband's home and do some moving things. Um, so, unfortunately, we do have to cut this here. <laughs> as much as I don't want to, Nikki. I know, it's been one of the best interviews. Thank you. Yeah, this is yeah, this is definitely I hope right we out could there. Do this again. Oh, absolutely. You oh, we would and love it. Yes. Any more drag kings you know are absolutely welcome. We'd love to give you all some spotlight. Ooh, for yeah. sure. 
maybe if you uh yeah if you guys do that pageant maybe if you want to have the winner come on and talk to us yeah sweet calm down um do you want to tell our listeners all about like where they can find you um oh pageant etc etc yeah plug the shit out of everything yeah you can catch me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, and it is the same thing, a House of Kings movement. Uh, basically, we've created this so that we could uh, raise awareness for drag kings and drag performance artists of equality. So you can find me on all of the social medias, same thing, a House of Kings movement. House of Kings movement, perfect. We will make sure we share that um, awesome. with your episode so people can find that. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to plug? Oh, let's see. Uh, don't forget Queen City Kings Drag. We got the staycation show in July. We also have yes. a charity event uh, actually in a couple of weeks, and it's called Kings of Pop Charity, where I will be performing Bohemian Rhapsody Queen. So you've got to see that. Oh, yes. Um, yes. The event is on our House of Kings movement page. So if you can go in and say that you're going to the event, we would really appreciate it. And we are also raising money for, um, it's called the Alliance for Southwest Florida. So. Awesome. There's that. Yeah. Perfect. So we'll definitely share that as well. Yeah. Yeah, Awesome. With all those links, we can share all those for you. Yes, for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today. We really, 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 really appreciate it. Um, This was, yeah, this was actually hilarious. Oh my God. Yeah, this was so much fun. It's true, Kiki. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love having a Kiki, especially with my two new buds here. Uh, oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, and I'll, yeah, end I'll definitely get you my contact information after this. Yes, absolutely. We could Kiki all the damn time. <laughs> oh, fully. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm still not working because of the pandemic. So, Aww. this is my work. Okay. Well, I'm sure you're going to love your job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. On this wonderful note, we're all going to say goodbye. Yeah, and we'll we can all say goodbye together. Next week. Absolutely. The most unfortunate thing that happens to people is that they limit themselves by becoming afraid to try anything new. Give yourself a chance. Thank you all for giving me the chance. Bye. Oh, I love that. Bye. Bye. <laughs>